Welcome and good evening. Tonight's story is about a psychiatrist who finds herself in a new job and recounts a 13-year-old patient to her new colleague that haunts her to this very day. As a mental health professional myself, the job can be harrowing at times and we sometimes see things we wish we could unsee. If you could leave a like, it would be tremendously appreciated and it only takes two seconds. With that said, let's begin. Man. It was one of those days where the rain decided to pour down like there was no tomorrow. I'm sitting there at this small therapy clinic, staring out the window, thinking about how annoying it's going to be to walk home without an umbrella. Like seriously, Rain, can you cut me some slack? Suddenly the door swings open and in walks Kate, the new psychiatrist. I greeted her with a big old smile, trying to hide my annoyance with the weather. She introduces herself, all professional-like. Hey, I'm Kate, the new shrink around here. I guided her to her office, where she's going to be stationed, as per the clinic manager's orders. The day's been quiet, and it's just me and Kate in the clinic, so I figure, why not strike up a conversation? I stroll into Kate's office, trying to be friendly. So, Kate, how long have you been practicing the art of messing with people's heads? She chuckles and says, about ten years now. You know, the usual stuff. Listening to people's problems and pretending like I have all the answers. I'm genuinely impressed, and I ask her how she got into the whole therapy gig. That's when I notice something off about her. She's visibly bothered by something. Being the nosy person I am, I ask her what's eating at her. She hesitates, glancing around like she's afraid someone might be eavesdropping, patient confidentiality and all that jazz. I push her a little bit, telling her it's just us here. Spill the beans. Finally, she sighs and decides to share a story. Alright, fine, but this one's a doozy, she warns, looking dead serious. I lean in, my curiosity in full blast. She starts telling me about this kid named Gabriel, a 13-year-old who gave her the creeps. I mean 13. Kids that young needing therapy. The world's messed up, man. Kay explains how she met Gabriel and his mum at this rundown house on Mill Street. The boy seemed normal at first, but then she asked what was wrong with him. Gabriel's mum goes on about how since he was six, the kid avoided going outside like the plague. Windows were a no-go zone too. I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's just an introvert or something. But Kate's face turns serious as she continues. Apparently, Gabriel wouldn't spill the beans about why he was so scared to go outside. The mum was clueless and the kid was keeping quiet, like he was holding on to some deep, dark secret. She then continued her story where she visits Gabriel's home, determined to unravel the mystery behind the kid's fear of the great outdoors. On day one, everything seemed normal. Cartoons, YouTube videos, books with mum. Nothing out of the ordinary. But that window instant, that's what kept Kate up at night. As the day continues, Kate's got her eyes peeled, watching Gabriel like a hawk for any clues. The kid's doing the same routine. Cartoons, iPad, books, all the usual stuff. But then like clockwork, he inches closer to that darn window. For a whole hour, Gabriel just stares outside, looking terrified. Kate glances out, expecting to see a UFO or a creepy neighbour, but it's just a regular backyard on a cloudy day. Nothing to freak out about, right? Wrong. When Kate asks Gabriel what he sees, the kid loses it. It's there, waiting for me to come outside, he mars, voice trembling. Kate's skin crawls and she asks the million dollar question, Who's there, sweetie? The boy screams no, 
like he's been chased by the boogeyman and bolts back to his room, treating it like some fortress of solitude. Kate's now officially creeped out, wondering if the kid's imagination is working overtime or if there's something more sinister lurking. After the five-hour shift, Kate leaves, feeling a sense of unease. She talks to Gabriel's mum, asking if the boy is ever taking hallucinogenic meds or anything like that. The mum, defensive yet concerned, reassures Kate that she wouldn't let her kid pop pills without a doctor's say-so. Day one wraps up with Kate promising to come back tomorrow. As she tells me this, I'm getting goosebumps. I ask, what did you do on the second day, Kate? She smirks a bit, saying, you're going to have to wait for tomorrow to find out. I roll my eyes slightly disappointed, but life at the clinic calls. New visitors are streaming in. As I head home, eat dinner and lay in bed, I can't shake the feeling that Kate's story is going to unveil something dark and twisted. Tomorrow can't come soon enough. The next day crept in, and I was on a mission to wrap up work pronto, desperate to unravel the chilling tale Kate had started. But the clinic was buzzing with visitors, each with their own brand of chaos, and I hustled through the day managing the madness with a dash of disappointment. By the end of my eight-hour shift, fatigue etched lines on my face. Kate caught the look on my face, and out of kindness, she decided to spill more of her eerie story. My face lit up like a sunflower under the midday sun. We both left the clinic, making a beeline for Kate's home where I settled down on her comfy couch, eagerly waiting for the next chapter. Kate took a deep breath and dove back into the tale. On the second day at Gabriel's place, things seemed normal until Kate wanted a quick smoke outside. That's when Gabriel, urgency in his voice, stopped her, warning her that opening the door would let it in. Intrigued, Kate peered outside but found no one. Choosing not to open the door, the boy visibly relaxed. Thinking on her feet, Kate asked Gabriel to draw what he saw in the backyard. Surprisingly, the boy agreed and quickly grabbed his drawing supplies. As he sketched, I watched in shock as the image took form. A tall, pale woman with long black hair, long arms wearing a white dress smeared in blood. A creepy smile etched in her face. Holy shit, Kate muttered, her heart racing. She even asked Gabriel if this was the reason he avoided the outside, and he nodded in confirmation. Even Gabriel's terrified mother gazed upon the drawing. At the end of the five-hour shift, Kate meticulously documented every detail in her report. She nudged me to call it a day, promising to finish the story tomorrow. In shock, I left for home, unable to eat or do anything as fear and excitement churned in my mind. That night, Kate detailed the story further. She spoke about the shift in Gabriel's home atmosphere after the drawing. A sinister presence that sent shivers down her spine. She recounted the eerie feeling of being watched, as if the creature depicted the drawing was somehow aware of their decision. The next day at the clinic, it was a mix of anticipation and dread, eager to unravel the conclusion of Kate's unsettling experience with Gabriel. Little did I know, the story was far from over and the answers might be darker than I could have ever imagined. The next morning, I woke up feeling like I hadn't slept at all, thanks to the barrage of late-night text messages from Kate. My usual morning routine felt like a chore, but I pressed on and headed to work. To my surprise, the clinic was eerily quiet once again. A sense of relief washed over me. I couldn't fathom dealing with another day of administrative chaos like the one before. Just when I thought it was going to be a mundane day, Kate strolled into the clinic 
offering to finish our story in her office before the inevitable swarm of visitors descended upon us. Is it Christmas Day already? I quipped excitedly. Kate chuckled and we both settled down into her office with steaming cups of coffee. The air became tense as Kate resumed her story, her eyes filled with seriousness and dread. On the third and final day of her assessment with Gabriel, Kate entered the boy's chilling home, suspecting schizophrenia or monstrous illness tied to his anxiety. Little did she know, the terrifying climax awaited her. As Kate monitored Gabriel, he claimed to hear strange noises from the basement. Curiosity outweighed caution, and Gabriel insisted on investigating. Kate, uneasy, accompanied him. When she opened the basement door, an anonymous stairway descended into darkness. To Kate's horror, a long, pale arm shot out from the abyss, snatching Gabriel and pulling him into the darkness. He screamed in terror, pleading for salvation. Kate panicked, chased after him, but when she illuminated the basement with light, Gabriel was nowhere to be found. His mother, puzzled, revealed that he was napping in his room. Perplexed, Kate rushed into Gabriel's room, only to find him peacefully asleep. However, something was off. Gabriel awoke, seemingly normal, but Kate sensed an underlying difference when he miraculously stepped into the outside world. Kate couldn't shake the feeling that things weren't as they seemed. Writing her report, Kate convinced herself that Gabriel had returned to normal, but the haunting memory of the basement lingered. The boy's mother thanked Kate for resolving the dilemma, unaware of the doubts clouding the psychiatrist's mind. Kate left that day with a multitude of questions, haunted by the unsettling experience in the basement. As she finished her tale, my eyes widened with horror. I told you so, Kate muttered. I know, you don't have to tell me that, I replied in a scared tone. Kate tried to reassure me, urging me not to dwell on the story, as it might affect my work. I attempted to put on my brave face, but deep down the terror lingered. As new visitors flooded the clinic, I went back to my routine, forever haunted by the basement incident in Kate's chilling story, unsure if it was true or a fragment of a disturbed imagination. Thank you all for listening, I really do appreciate it. And as always, if you enjoyed, leave a little comment, maybe even subscribe. And on screen now, there will be a multitude of videos that you may enjoy if you enjoyed this one. And with that said, I'll catch you all in the next one. Thank you.